Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and we can't bear to have no beer. I'm Mike. I'm Nate. I'm Jimmy. We're the Drunk Guys. And this week we are reading, well, it has two titles actually, we're reading The Golden Compass, also known as Northern Lights, by Philip Pullman. Oh, right, it has like a different title the, in England or some shit. The first book of his dark materials. And starting with a beer from uh, one of our favorite breweries, this is from Finback. It's called Life Form. It's a double IPA, I'm sure. You don't even really need to look at the can. It's kind of one of their things. DDH Double India Pale Ale. Cool. It comes off at 8.2% alcohol, and it's hopped with Idaho Gem and Citra. That is delicious. This is very good. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah. That is a really great IPA. It's pretty pretty nice. No. I, I, I'm partial because Finback has been so kind to us, but they're not really sponsors of the podcast in any real form. They are our unofficial spirit animal, though. They are. but <laughs> Finback is our familiar. The whale. Yes, that's true. A but, tiny whale that's dead all the time because we're on land. <laughs> but um, a friend of mine recently came back from a different, you know, one of those Holy Grail breweries and brought back a couple IPAs to try, which I will not say their name, but it rhymes with... Bree Mouse, Treehouse, and it's and they're known for these great IPs. And people like they have like hundred ratings. You know, the hundred is the square. I mean, not like there are hundreds of ratings in the score. One hundred percent. It's a hundred percent on Beer Advocate. Rotten and, Tomatoes. Yeah, but for beer, so uh, moldy moldy wheat, moldy wheat is the beer version. <laughs> of that, and um, and I, I we had them, and they were fresh. They can you know two weeks ago, and and someone brought it right back, and we had it, and it was. I was like, you know, I gotta say, I don't, I don't, I think Finback beers are at this this level or better. I don't really see what the big hype is about. Maybe it's because of it's really just hype. You know, people are, uh, oh, it's like a, it's hard to get to, and you can only buy so many cans, and they don't have you know, so many hours. Or the great of... wit hype. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but this is a great beer, especially since we may have recorded another episode or two earlier. Uh, in life, and and I <laughs> certainly you know, in life. have had other double IPAs. This is a fucking fantastic double IPA. Yeah. Yep. Finback is killing it. So fucking sponsor us, Eric. Get on that shit, please. I mean, well, I guess I guess them giving us several hundred dollars worth of free beer at this point is sponsoring. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, they've done their part, but they, they could, just they could do more. They, they could, could do more. <laughs> they could do more. We're saying we're putting in a lot of work. And they're, you know, we're, we're drinking a lot of their beer. The for next, them. Listen, the next. Day I think you recording. guys, between the two of you, especially you, have bought far more than they gave you for free. I've bought oh, um, yes. six or seven kegs at least. You probably don't even want to think about it. And then share with you bastards. So it's On not the podcast. whatever's left over. <laughs> I so automatically wait, wait, save wait, wait. one can. Would of you each. say that if someone told you, "Oh yeah, I've tried seven hundred beers in the last year or so." You would go, oh, you have a problem. Oh, yeah, we have a problem. <laughs> the, the last the year. Seven, this has is been, year three, This dudes. is year three, yeah. In the last year or <laughs> As so. Nate waves <laughs> over like, yeah, for a no, refill. Give me more of that. <laughs> I can't wait for this fucking pizza. <laughs> yeah, me too. I am so hungry. Oh, my God. Because my body it, it, doesn't know like what time it is. I like didn't eat before. My body never knows what time my it is. My body knows what time it is. It's, it's just uh, thirsty or not thirsty. <laughs> thirsty o'clock. It's thirsty. It's before 10 a.m. Speaking of time... Oh yeah, that's something you can't tell on a compass. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent segue. Maybe so, on a King of segues. Oh, that's true. If Shit. if what if Lyra said, if it's like, what time is it? <laughs> yeah, what time is it? It would point to 
a dolphin. Is it, this, yeah. this is the thing. And, uh, this is the thing clock. I knew we were going to discuss. Is it Lyra or Lyra? I put, I thought I thought Lyra because otherwise it's Lyra. She's named after like you know Italian, Italian money. money. <laughs> I thought I thought it was I thought it was Lyra because I thought they wouldn't want to have lie in her name. Whoa. If I, I was really high, that would have been much more effective. <laughs> she can't. Or more drunk. Yeah. I'm working on one of those. I will admit I listened to the audiobook of this. Did they say Lyra? It was Lyra. Okay, cool. I mean, they know better. I made it. I only had it in my head. I have to say, I actually listened to the audiobook for the last quarter of this. Okay. Uh, because I uh, signed up for as I sign up for the free trial at Audible to mm. try it out. Yeah. Uh, and I, just, I was like, I got to read this. And I, I joined the gym, which was a fucking stupid idea. And oh, a separate thing. Yeah, well, that was, I was so like, like, what kind of... You what? wanted an audiobook to listen to like, while did you were so, working yeah. out. I was asking, so, like, I'm I was, tired of listening I, to the same head, songs I've liked since confused. middle school. I was like, hey, did you join a... Are you calling Audible the gym? I don't get it. The gym for <laughs> your mind. No, so yeah, I joined I the like, gym, and I was like, well, you about? know what? I, I could make this time more efficient if I listened to an audiobook. So I totally see the audiobook efficiency, oh, which I never denied. it definitely makes sense. Convenience. The convenience of it, yeah. Yeah. Even though, actually, it, I think it Did is... Did you listen to it at 1.5? Uh, I eventually ramped up to, like, 2.5 speed. That's Dep- really fast. It's... Okay. Do we want to get into this well, discussion right they, now? They read it at a pace that you would speak like I'm speaking right now. And it's slow. It's for children. So the narrator for this one is going to read it even slower. And I think it was the author. So I'm going to trust his pronunciation. I think it was him. I listened to a version that had a whole cast. Yeah, it's mine had a cast too, but the narrator was what? Philip Pullman, I Philip think. Philip Pullman did the, the, the narrator. I will look part. it up right now, my, my Audible app, which I have to I have to cancel because I'm never fucking signing up for Audible. You know what? I thought the I thought the audio I thought that person had a slightly strange voice. Narrated by Philip Pullman, full oh, cast. There That's you go. That's the one I got at least. Anyway. So, so Lyra's out, he said. It's all right. Lyra, yeah. I, I made it up in my head and made a reason up. The fucking author pronounced it Lyra. Yeah, so it's yeah it was I helpful. I think that's definitive. Because the first three quarters of the book, I was calling the demon Joe Pantaliano instead of uh, whatever, uh, Pantalimon. Pa- Pantalimon. As Pantalimon is oh, what he said. Fine, fine. But I was saying Joe Pantalimon. red coats in their pronunciations and everything. <laughs> um, I assume he's British. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So the book takes place in this like alternate world, which is like elements of it's an alter- it's, literally, yeah. it's literally an alternate universe. So because it's like a that's weird, a big like the thing. Protestant Reformation happened very differently. So I, I didn't, <laughs> I, I didn't look up anything about this until just now. So when I was listening to it, I really thought it was written in the 1950s, no, and then I realized the first one was published in 1995. Yeah, yeah. The reason this book I think is less well known is because that's right around the time Harry Potter came out. Ooh, yes, good point. Uh, <laughs> it, it's it's this it's a trilogy. It's very similar in many respects, uh, and this is wildly popular. I mean, there are people. It's fucking that this, lots of people huge. really. Like this is it. like a religious experience for people, and actually, it is a religious experience. Um, throughout the book, very weird. Yes, but it, it it came out around the same time as Harry Potter. If Harry Potter didn't come out, I think this would have been even bigger than it is over here in the states. But Harry Potter eclipsed well, it a all, million percent. Also, uh, the Harry Potter movies popular popular even more. The movie for this one completely fucked it up. I didn't even know there was a movie. Uh, I've, so there, I've heard that. I, I haven't seen it, but I read through what they did, and it I could get like, oh, yeah, they, they fucked this bad. So one of the reasons why we're doing this episode is because HBO is making a right. series of historic materials. And I have to admit, I had like read the very, I listened to the very beginning, and then HBO's like, like three-minute preview, like or two-minute preview came out, 
just watching the pre the HBO's like preview, I was like, oh, okay, I know, I get this book now. I really, it really helped actually. I can watching, I can see it being a good show. Watching the two minute trailer, and and I don't know enough. I mean, I read the book, and I don't know enough about the HBO show to know if they're going to do a good job or not because you really can't. Tell I think they have they, it. they have more time to. Yeah, because they have because they're going to do like eight or ten episodes. Yeah, and are they just doing the first book, or are they doing the whole series? I, I think have a, a feeling because it definitely said season one. Because he's also in the process of writing a prequel trilogy. Because they, it's called His Dark Materials and not The Golden Compass. So that would imply mm. they're going to do the whole series. I mean, if but I they had might to take guess, elements of these new books too. I mean, they could do whatever the fuck. It, I, think, I think there's a pretty expanded universe at this point. It, it, if, if I had to guess, it wouldn't be. There's enough that happens in the book to make eight episodes easily. Easily. Yeah. So I, I've a f- so if I had to guess because HBO they're trying to now that Game of Thrones is over they're trying to they like fill beg people not to not to cancel they're going to do more series kind of like that. Well, I I could see this being a good uh, a good show. There's going to definitely be less boobs in this one. It's a kids book. Yeah, and Game of Thrones. I mean, is not it a kid's it, book. it is a kids book, but there's enough violence. There is some and dark shit. mature themes to make it an adult show. All right, so let's explain and the, the world. key dem- oh, yeah. HBO's like key demographic are really people who are kids around the time this came out. I mean, That's in, a good point. in Game of Thrones, the main characters for the most part are children. Yeah, yeah, but they're like chopping off people's dicks and fighting. Yeah, but and like, but all the first, main characters are twelve. And first, the first episode of the Game of Thrones show, like the first episode of the pilot, ends with brother and sisters fucking. Yeah, and, and then a pushing a little boy, and then a little boy watching, and then getting pushed out the window to become a cripple who could see the future. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that was episode one of Game of Thrones. That was so this, this probably won't be as no, no, it intense, not but be it, it could easily be as violent. There is a lot of violence. All right, let's let, let's get into it because the the world is familiar and yet very different at, at times. It but takes, it it, take, it doesn't quite say when it takes place, but it feels like a. It felt like the 1950s to me. Is what I felt like. It's, it was like fantasy 1950s. I actually, yes, yes, I got definitely. like a Victorian feel through a lot of it. Yeah, um, no, I, I could see that. But it's, except for the stuff about splitting the atom. Yeah, and there's that, some that, weird that, stuff. That there. was the clue that made. That was the thing that made me feel like, oh, it has to be just after World War II. Or that's what or I it, thought when it, it was. It's written. also it's a world in which magic exists openly. Absolutely. So technology is not as important. So they still have, you know, monks and wizards and towers and you know robes and shit and Oxford. plus atom bombs. Yeah. So no, they didn't have atom bombs. But I mean, but like like that level of like technology yeah. exists, but it's also magic. So they've never really like, oh, we don't need. Cars and shit, but they're still like looking at slide projections and there's zeppelins and like lighting the lamps and by whether their weird technology was basically like the NAFTA lamp, like was basically like an like an arch America pulled out of those lamps. We're no longer (laughs) part of the NAFTA lamps. Well, what they they call them? The new NAFTA lamps are just like the old NAFTA lamps. (laughs) Yes, free Uh, trade. So there, they had basically what is the equivalent of like might have been like arc lighting for us. What is that? That sounds futuristic. Was that that's the original? Some of the original electric lights. Yeah, like there was produced by like Tesla back, or Edison. Yeah, back oh. in like the twenties and some shit. Sounds awesome. I mean, it, it was cool at the time. So the beginning part. The main character is Lyra Balakwa, Balakwa or something like that's her name, right? Bella, Bella, Bellaquis, Bellaquart. I think it's Bella, Bellaqua. Bellaqua. 
It doesn't matter. Yeah. Lyra. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. like, a, I don't know, she's 10, 12. They only been her last name like every one. She's 11. Well, all right, is right she 11? There. Jesus. It yeah. is 11. I, I figure she was like 12 or 13, but 11 just she's, seems she's a, She hasn't gone through puberty yet. They mentioned that several yeah. times. Yes. Yeah. She's an 11-year-old little English girl who lives in a giant sweeping Christian... I don't know if it's even Catholic. It's Catholic because there's a pope. They talk about the pope. Catholic monastic church... It's, it's kind of like a combination, but that, but it's it's combination of a, yeah. But like or this has taken over huge swaths of England. It's like a combination of uh, monastery and college. There's no teaching happening now. It's just old scholars hanging out. She, yeah, kind of. And uh, I mean, there might be some. Well, you never see it, at least. I mean, you only see her perspective. I think, I think they're just like people doing studying and experimenting kind of college. Anyway, the very first scene... So another thing that is about this world is every single person has a demon, which means they have a little, like, animal spirit that, like, they can talk to, like, follows, follows them around, around and it's they can that, talk to and, and they can't be more than a you. few feet away. And that's where the spirit came in, by the way. Yeah. Life form. Life form. Because life form. everybody's little demon or, like, familiar is like a little animal. And so when people are children, they're familiar like, or their demon like changes shape. It can be many different, whatever animal you want or whatever animal it wants because it like has a mind of its own too. But then once you become an adult, it like picks a form. that And then matches. Boom, that's it. Forever. That really matches your personality. Your animal, like it's figured out yeah. who you are, what you are. But it's spelt Damon for whatever British reasons, I guess. Yeah, British reasons. And so um, Lyra, her Matt Damon is... <laughs> Pen, Pentella, Joe Pentelliano. What's his name? Pantaliman. 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 I never, I, reading it, I was just like, that's the P word. And I just glossed over it because there's too many syllables. And they all have vaguely demonic sounding names like that. Yeah. Everybody whose demon has a name. Yeah. Uh, like, well, this is weird. And um, her uncle, Lord Asriel, is coming to visit and she's hiding in a cupboard spying essentially she's like snooping this is like the first opening scene of the book where she like knows as her uncle lord asriel is going to be there so and like oh i need to hide when the butler comes in so she hides in the like a coat closet she has yeah covered 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 and then she overhears this whole like meeting about but she also thing that introduces the whole she sees the headmaster of the college slipping poison into the fancy wine that her uncle's going to drink and so when he leaves, her uncle comes in, and she's like, don't do it. He's like, what the fuck are you doing in here, kid? And he's a real dick to her. Oh, he's a real dick. He like Especially twi- at the end. <laughs> well, yeah. But he like we'll twists her arm into a half Nelson. He's like, I'll hurt you more, kid, if yeah, you're he's, he's a terrible person. And then he presents this like presentation to the board of old fucks of... And he gets the, he gets, the he gets the butler to knock over the wine with his butt. So he, he tripped. No, he knocks it over and he yeah. blames the guy. He's like, oh no, you dropped it, you dumb bitch. And he's so like, I'm so sorry, sir. I dropped this, you know, three thousand year old bottle of wine with my ass. <laughs> and I know it's a, the only wine you like. The the tokay or something like that wasn't. Yes, it was some ridiculous shit. And it, the headmaster comes in and is like, oh, he knocked over the bottle of wine with his butt. My assassination attempt has f- been foiled. <laughs> yes. and they they have you know vague reasons for it later. It's like, uh. But you're like, why are they trying to kill him? What mysterious things are happening? And then Which he, is what you really ask the whole book. And then he's, uh, he's like, oh, we gotta go to the north where the Panzerbjorn are hanging out. And and, and there's dust. Yeah. that's not, Capital, it, they gave him the capital D. Yeah. Oh, I'll give it the capital D. Uh, it, it reminded me of, um, of Dune. You know, there's like the dust. The dust is a yeah. spice, the spice Dune. Yeah. But the spice, actually, you know what it is. Yeah, the, the dust, dust is just mystery. You, you don't, you know, the whole book, you don't learn what it is. Nope. 
uh, but they, he shows pictures. He's like a daguerreotype of yeah. a person with dust on them. And he's like, here's a one with a, a calcium emulsion or whatever the fuck he says, nitrate emulsion. Well, the dust is near children, but not near children. Or... And you could see a special city in the Aurora Borealis in the Northern Lights. Yeah. So I need funding to go there. I'm going to go to Fapland. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't mention Lapland. And, uh, <laughs> they did. Uh, and everything. And then... Um, I feel like this one makes the most sense. Sure. Sure. Yeah. As much as any. So this is World Gone Hazier from the Bronx Brewery. It is a Northeastern style. Is it double or regular? Northeast India Pale Ale. Let's say the percentile. 7%. All right. So that's a higher, higher single. It is not that. I mean, actually, it is unclear. I mean, it it's hazy. Opaque, it is but definitely it's hazy. A darker says, color than these tend to be. Yeah. When we released World Gone Hazy... Around this time last year, we thought the haze craze was at its peak, but we were wrong. And we're willing to admit that. <laughs> so, yeah, this is like a sequel to World Gone Hazy. I, it. I think only critics really give a shit about how clear the beer is. Like, I've never tasted a beer. I'm like, it's, no, it's I really wish I could dis- see through it. There's a, it's there's something a lot to discuss of, uh, about it. So if you're writing a review or something like that. There's, but there's a lot of talk on the internet from beer nerds from what I've read. I've read plenty of beer. Operating, oh, operating this podcast Instagram and all the, you know, the snobbery and douchebaggery. They that really we espouse. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, we're We've not. never done that. We are not, oh, actually. We're not even close. Oh, no, no. I'm sure some people hate us. They're like, these guys are idiots. They hate, there are people that hate any hazy beer. They think it's, you know, not beer. And they call them, like, douchebags who like it called, are called haze bros. He's like, oh, I don't like beer. I like haze. The New England beer is like, oh, it's trash. You're a trashy bitch. You don't like beer. You like juice. And, you know, there's certainly a lot of, you know, elitism within the beer community. Oh, I'm sure. Well, you know, when I first got into beer and I, I was, I mean, well, I'm 32. So 13 years ago when I was like 19 and hanging out with my friends and we were drinking beers and I realized right away I did not like beer. Because uh, you're drinking fucking Bud, no, yeah, but I good. really like trash. The Sam Adams stuff, like that's what really got me into yeah. into weirder beers. With Sam Adams, like this is this has like a flavor, and they're different, and like it says cherry wheat, and I fucking taste cherry, you know. And that was like my gateway thing. A lot of the like the snobby beer people that I read or, or heard about, they were saying like beer should be treated like wine. Like beer is just as interesting, just as complex, just as capable of doing different things. And now it seems like. They've done, they've taken, some people have taken the worst elements of the wine snob. And they're like, that's not what that style is. There's always going to be in any art or craft thing, there's always going to be gatekeepers who are like, I know what real stuff is. You guys are not really into this. You're into this other thing, which is not the real. Bad. Yeah. There's always going to be people who like think that they're better because they have an opinion. On shit. Anyway, the moral of the story is New England IPAs are delicious and those snobs are idiots. They can go suck a bag of old dicks. Yeah. Not even fresh new ones. Old dicks. Old England dicks. Some Kolsch dicks. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's what real beer is. A, a nice stout dick. No, they wouldn't. I don't know. Maybe stouts are too in vogue. The girth. I think this one's okay, honestly. Yeah. I, it's, it's, it's not, it's it's not, not crazy. Great, it kind of, honestly... It has like a slight smell and taste of like like butter. Uh, I get that mm. from certain beers. Sometimes. A little bit. I could see that. There's like a 
like a thickness to it. Like a umami kind of thing almost? Yeah, I still don't know what the fuck that like is. savory, you know, like... I guess. Soy sauce. Meat. You know. It doesn't taste like soy sauce, no. It doesn't taste like... It's the same. It's like the mouth. It's like the texture of it. It, ta- it, it, it Soy sauce is quite thin. But soy sauce has like a, like a meatiness to it. There's like a weight to that. Really? I never had a mouthful of soy sauce. No. I don't know. Play your cards right with me, buddy. Later today. Is this, I think we're done recording. Tell us what you thought. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't just do a shot of soy sauce, though that would be a great drinking game. Just oh, God. Soy sauce that's, a little, that's a loose definition it, of great. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you lose, you got to do whatever the game is, the we can, loss. We can do that for, do a shot of soy we can sauce. do that for Memoirs of a Geisha. <laughs> Sapporo, Ichiban, soy sauce. <laughs> Kikoman. There's Kikomans. Kikoman. <laughs> the other man. <laughs> All right. Well, let's join us next week when we do that. We should do that. No. That's a terrible idea. I'll do Not it. next week. I'll do it. Not next week. But oh, I'll do, I'll it, do it, it in the future, certainly. Just, <laughs> I can provide the Kikoman. We just have different soy sauces. <laughs> the whole episode. And this is I'm a, so thirsty. This is a low... <laughs> and here we have a reduced sodium. It's only... 98% of your daily sodium instead of 198. Yeah, so much. <laughs> so this book. <laughs> yeah, back to the book. <laughs> so through a series of misadventures, she ends up getting apprenticed to a lady, Miss Coulter. Thankfully, Ann not Coulter. Ann Coulter. <laughs> <It's> Ann Coulter. <laughs> or she learns she to hate the worse. Jews. Actually, <laughs> it, she's very much like Ann Coulter. She wants to just like torture children into getting her way. Like It's very much what... Uh, yeah, I guess I could see that, but in the end, in the end, she's not. She's a, a conflicted character, whereas Ann Coulter is not conflicted. She is no. just the worst. She's just Republican Skeletor. She's like she kind of reminded me of a, a young Miss Umbridge from. Uh, yeah, she's like very proper and very neat. It's all about you got to dress. Teaches, she teaches her how to be a lady. Yeah, this child she's taken in to be basically an apprentice. Well, Lyra's like a little tomboy. So, but Lyra, yeah. we should just say she doesn't have any parents. Yeah, she's an orphan parents, she's literally being in the college being, by the monks. Being raised by the monk professors at the college. And before she gets taken away, the headmaster, who tried to assassinate her, uh, her, her uncle, uncle yeah. and she's like, oh, the, what the fuck, man? And she's like, I got to explain. You'll, you'll figure it out later. You're, you know, you got to, you know, you'll figure it out the course of this book. And he gives her this device, and it's the golden compass. And he says, this is an, an alethiometer. A lithiometer, I think a is how it's pronounced. Yeah. Sure. That According makes, to Mr. That Pullman. Ma- that makes more sense. But, uh, and he's like, you'll figure out what it's like later. He's what like, does it do? It tells the truth. I'm sorry, kid. I can only foreshadow right now. And he, makes, <laughs> he, sends, he sends her away. Yeah. <laughs> I can only deepen the mystery. I can't explain. Yeah, th- th- there's... That's one of my. That's my main criticism of the book. By the way, is that it's it's, it's all build up and no payoff. Well, well, that's all right. That's a fair this, one too. This is a blue balls of a book. Um, I thought it. Well, it was like we've talked about in the future or the past about other young adult novels. They often are made to set up a series. This felt like that too. Yeah, other ones yeah. actually. Yeah, they have a series, but they have each one has self contained stuff. Yeah. This one is just like a very. This if this was one. Very very long book. I would respect it a little more. Um, I haven't read the other one, so I don't know where. It I ends. haven't either, and I have no intention of reading them, frankly. But the thing that I really disliked was how simplistic so much of the shit was. Like Lyra is supposed to be so savvy and smart, like she's she's so clever at certain points. I and other times she's a dumb I ha- fucking. I have a kid. fucking problem with like genius children. 
Well, it, it, be consistent though. Like have her be smart and clever and and shrewd and and doesn't trust adults, or have her trust them and be stupid. Like she I can can't fuck with I can go fuck with that. Forth. I can fuck with that. But I've never met an eleven year old that could hold a candle to an adult. I was like, oh, that's a shrewd uh, child. Yeah, as it should be. Yeah. Because 11 year olds, they're dumb. They're well, dumb. Yeah, she's it, hanging out with like, these college professor guys who are at least intelligent on the book level. But, yeah. but sometimes she's like, wait, that doesn't make sense. I thought about that. That's interesting. I'm uh, going to reinterpret you know, theological particle physics. Oh, that was, oh, and that's another bunch of dumb horseshit. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. so I'm, anyway, I'm perfectly willing to suspend disbelief for magic. Fine. For this book. Well, but, the, but it's not just about her, her childhood mind or whatever. You know. And, and not being an adult all the time, it just there was so much simplistic crap in the book. Where it's like, "Hey, let's meet this guy. Let's see if he'll take us. He'll take us. Okay, let's go over here. You think we can do that? We can." Like everything was so, there were no real obstacles. There was no real conflict. It was just like, "Hey, do you want to go over here and go hang out with a fucking bear that smells like walrus cum?" Walrus cum? Yes, <laughs> let's do that. And we did. And his name is, what's his name? Jerk off. What was his name? Yo, Yo, Yo Jolek. Yolek. Yolek Comfer. Yorin. Wasn't it Yorin? Yorin. His name was Yorin. Yeah. Yorick? Yorick. Bjornsson. Yorick Bjornsson. Yeah. Which Bjornsson. is just bear Bjornsson. son. Bjornsson. <laughs> is that Bjorn? Is, is Bjornsson's bear? It's Bjornsson, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's the guy from ABBA. Lorik. <laughs> <laughs> He's, He's like, the dancing gimme, queen. Give me your love. Um, I, I feel like, anyway, I feel like Bjorn is bear because they're their pants are Bjorn. What's Panzer? Isn't like a, I thought I was thinking that like means, Germany, that means, Nazi yeah, yeah. Germany. Like what's that a pan, What does Panzer mean? Uh, it does. It means something like. Is it armored? I, I want to say like it's armored or like warrior or some shit. You ever play Panzer Dragoon? That's like what Saturn? exactly what I was thinking of. Like <laughs> Panzer Dragon. <laughs> but right, yeah, so but there, it's, there, are some, there are like Scandinavian words, but it's basically like it's 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 the same as the other ones where it's like fake Latin or it's like it's just fucking Norwegian. All right. Like right, oh, so but it sounds exotic. There are some plot points we should probably talk about. There's so a lot. first There's of all, lot. she is she told, she get rushed through a bunch of plot points. Yeah. So <laughs> she's told that what she thinks is her uncle, who she thinks is her uncle, uh, Lord Asriel. Uh, Asriel is actually her father, and that her well, she's she, we haven't even said how she gotten away from Coulter. Well, yeah, yeah, no, because we haven't even talked about that. Okay, the uh, gypsies, anyway, the, the 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 gypsian, no, the gobblers. Well, the she, 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 there's, there's a thing going on in the world where, where children are disappearing, and everyone's like, "What the fuck? That's really weird." And she realizes that Miss Coulter, think. her helper or her mass mistress, is one of what is called the Gobblers because she works for the General Oblation Board, which goes down to Job or Gob. Gob. So Gobblers. I'm gonna, mm. t- I'm gonna go by the, the. the uh, I'm going on what, Arrested is Development. It is it a... Uh, I'm, go, I'm, go, I'm, I'm go, going to say it's a job. I'm going with uh, <laughs> the Arrested Development uh, thing where his name was George Oscar Bluth and he went by Job. It was Gobe. Uh, Job. Job was what they called him on the show. Yeah. Job. So. But, but it, at one point the they song, make a joke song. later on in the series and someone calls him Gob. Gob, But yeah. it's Job. Job. Wait, if it's graphic, so it's, it's Gob. So they got it right. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. So uh, okay. anyway, so so she realizes she's a bad lady, and she's like, "I gotta get the fuck out of here." Because well, also, her friend at the castle, because she liked to play with the poor kids, uh, gets disappeared. And how she, nice of her! Yeah. She she gets you know dis disparacido, as they would say in the old days. Did uh, they say that in Argentina? Oh well, that's where the book almost takes place. Yeah. <laughs> and she basically runs away. 
and she gets, you know, through a series, through In, a, no, several gets, pages of misadventures. immediately miraculously saved. She gets abducted by people, but immediately... knows immediate, what they were going to do to her. Immediately, yeah. they're, they're probably going to abduct her for, you know, the stuff that happens later. Really? There's just, like, uh, like, wharf workers through there to abduct children? Yeah, yeah anyway, she gets, she gets, she gets saved by... Immediately by the Egyptians. What are basically the Roma of yeah, this the, book. Yeah, the, the gypsies. Like, gypsies, but they live on boats and, like, catamarans in the fucking places where it's too cold for those boats, 100%. Yeah. Like, if you want to live by, like, the Mediterranean, sure, but in, like, the sea near, the like, the f- north of yeah. the Netherlands and shit, because they're all, they have, like, a vague mixing of, like, Roma and Dutch names. I was like, that's, that's really, it's not... Yeah, not farter? Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, Farter, which was hilarious. The guy's name was Farter. His title was basically supposed to be, I guess, like, Father, but it, 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 just, it was Farter. Guy was full of a lot of hot air. <laughs> and John, John Faw. Yeah. Um. And so she gets rescued by the gypsies, who are then like, we've got to go north and rescue all the children because we're the gypsies. And well, we the do. gypsies uh, have a there's, a... there's a line earlier, like the, gyps, the Egyptians, like Egyptian without an E, right? They're, the, yeah. they're Egyptians. Yeah. Before the internet, they're just Egyptians. Yeah. And uh, like, like email, you know? And so <laughs> they are... There's a line like, the Egyptians all love children so much that if a baby go, if a child goes missing... They don't even worry because they know other Egyptians revere and, and care yeah. for children so well. Someone will find the baby that they and take will care take of it. Care of it. They'll just take care. It's a baby. Let's take care of it. That's gonna beg on the streets of Paris one day. We need to get that. We need to get that baby well. So that's like a. That's. I think that's the real reason why the Egyptians are like, let's go help this one girl from the rich caste. Well, they also they like know her. Well, because she hangs out with the kids. Yeah, she hangs out with the gypsy children. Like, the, uh, aren't they like the the Mason children that they all bully? There's they're like a one group of kids that they're all mean to. They're the, the outsiders. They, like, and the, it's like the different houses of the different of Oxford. They yeah, like like the different houses, other. but they also they all come together to fight kids who are from like the townies. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So they they the the gypsies take her, and they're like, let's go find. They're like, we can't bring any women on this journey. And eventually they're like, I guess we need a woman. Or they need her for some reason. Because she, she has, convinces them. She's got the truth to meter. Go to Norway. Oh. She figures out how to work the truth meter. She yeah. figures out how to yeah. work the truth meter. She how to read it through its various codes. So which it's, are bullshit. It, it's truthiometer. Truth <laughs> tr- truthiometer. And so they go on an adventure to the north to rescue all the children. Where there's a lot of where there's a lot of beer? This is called a Rarified Air by Fiddlehead. Fiddlehead Brewing Company. Made by crabs. What? This is a uh, hoppy Fiddler pale crabs? Ale. Fiddlehead is, a, is, a, is like a green. It's a, fern. it's a fern. Oh, is it? Yeah. I only know Fiddler crabs and Fiddler on the Roof. <laughs> All right. This won't make you a rich man. Uh, so anyway, this is a hoppy pale ale that is 5% alcohol. It's called rarefied air, hoppy like pale the air ale. in Norway. What and, does rarefied mean? And on the airship. I think it means like purified, essentially. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the airship. All right, what do we think of the beer? It is perfectly adequate. That's exactly what it says. It's a hoppy pale ale. Yeah. Yep. It's nice. It's nice. It's nice for a hot day. Where is Fiddlehead from? Is it from New England? Vermont. Yeah. No one else is even going to know that fucking word. It's fine. It, it's just, it's just, it's a hobby pale ale. It's, it's a good one. It, it does taste like, uh, it is aggressive, more aggressively hoppy than the average pale ale. So, they're borderline no, up to the IPA They're nothing mark. if not accurate. It's true. Uh, so I'll give them that. Yeah. So I forgot where we were in the book. 
plot line. Uh, they were heading towards the north to find the baby men's. They're heading towards women's. the north, but first they have to... A baby man's? Children. Oh. <laughs> so they head towards the north because, they're, because they need to... Okay, but first they recruit the, the, the polar bear. Well, they, 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 get, they get to a town in the north, but not all the way north. They're like at a... Yeah, you're right. ...thing, and they find... They, do they meet the, the balloon man before this? I feel like they meet the balloon man along the way. They must have. It does what, the, what the fuck his name was? He was the, a dumb The, the character. American. Yeah, he was the, the Texan who had his hot air. He was a ballooner. Hey, I just want to make my money. How much are you paying me? Yeah, he was like, I got to make my money and then retire to a ranch because that's what Texans do. It was like written by a British guy who's heard of Texas. <laughs> I need to get my ranch and my, my, my cattle and my boots. Yeah, that's what he said. I want a couple head of cattle and a ranch. <laughs> and it's not exactly like that. It's like head. England's full of wizards and demons, and I don't give a shit about that. And Did every, he even have a demon? They never mentioned his, I don't think. I know, but everybody has one. But they, they, it would be weird. If, if they would mention if he didn't, I'm sure. I don't remember his at all because he was always in the balloon. But if, uh, every time he'd say, you know, I just want to know, you know, how much you're going to be paying me, just as a matter of making conversation. Like he gets said us several times, like, just to make conversation. How much are you actually paying me for? I don't want to do that. It's a little, uh, yeah. little esoteric for me. <laughs> okay. So, so they, they have the to re- recruit, they have to recruit the... There's one bear. Because one armor, they, they find out polar bear. somehow, I forget how. I think it's just explained to them because that's how this entire plot goes. Is someone told yeah. them what happened? Uh, her uncle, her uncle dad, which they tell her, they tell her at this point that Azriel is not her uncle; he's her father, and Miss Coulter is not some rando. Is, is not uh, trying to keep Mexicans out of America. <laughs> she is her mother, and they used to be together. But Miss Coulter was married to another man that had an affair, and she had a baby. And she was like, "I don't want this fucking baby." And they have magic, but no abortion, because the church controls a lot. So, so maybe she yes. is Ann Coulter. <laughs> and so, yeah, they find out that her dad is being held in Bear Fortress. <laughs> in Norway. <laughs> yeah, which is like Svalbard. Svalbard, which is a real place. Yeah, but I think in the book it should be pronounced Svalbard, because they really dropped the ball on that one. Agreed, <laughs> agreed. Uh, so he's in a he's in a place being held prisoner by um, basically an army of armored armored bears, polar bears with opposable thumbs. They do have opposable thumbs, and they're expert metal workers, and also really good at parcheesi. Really, that's part of the book. Yeah, it's in the book. I must have glossed over. That. No, I made that up. <laughs> <laughs> but it's equally possible because they have thumbs, and they've been taken over by a new bear king who is basically the King Louis of this book. He wants to be a man. Man oh. cub. Oh, Jesus Christ. He really does. That's <laughs> yeah, his whole he thing. Does. He wants to be a human. He starts acting and dressing like humans, and the bears are all concerned who have to meet them when, when they meet them. They're like, are we bears or what are we doing now? And he wants to have a familiar because they feel like that make him more of a human. Yes, and which is important later, that the fact that he wants to be a human. But they meet... And Yorick. stroll right into town. I, I, their names are very similar. Yofer, Yofer is the bad guy. He's the shitty one. Yorick? Yorick is or the... Yorick. Yorick. Yorick, Yorick is the good bear. And they find him uh, basically in a life of indentured servitude in town because he got trashed and destroyed a bunch of stuff. Yeah, he's an alcoholic. And he's an alco- now he's an alcoholic He's an alcoholic bear. because he's sad because they took his armor. And without yeah. an armor, he's just a regular bear with thumbs, and no one respects that. And he says the armor is essentially the bear's soul. 
They're, yes, they make their own armor through their expert metal craft, and you know that's what they live for. And he's got some sweet ass armor, and he misses it. And she's like, "You need to come with us." And he's like, "I can't." And he's like, "If you get me my armor, I'll go with you." He's like, "Good thing I have this device that reveals the truth of all things." Yeah, that thing was really dumb. And she finds the armor. He's like, "I'll tell you where it is." She's like, it's here. And it's like, "Okay." And you know he's a giant. So even without the armor, he's a ten foot much larger bear. than regular polar bears. I feel, which are still ridiculously yeah. large, scary. They're, bears. they're, they're, they're big, absurdly yeah. large, but these guys are like walking tanks. Yeah. And he's like, "I'm gonna yeah. go get it," and he goes in and he gets it and puts on the armor, and he's like, "I'm gonna leave now," and everyone tries to shoot him, but you know bullets bound off of his magic armor. And in, in, uh, in my head, he talked like the Swedish chef the whole time because it was Panzerbjorn, and the whole <laughs> I was like, "Ooh." Get my armor. And that's all I thought about. I forget who he was in the movie. I think he was, uh, I want to say he was Ian McShane or Ian McKellen. That's what he was an very, Ian. Very, very different, different guys. I know, but he was, he was an Ian. He joins the Egyptians and yeah. the Balloon Man <laughs> and Lyra. And they go, it's like, all right, let's go vaguely north and see what happens. Because I think there's a fortress of children's slaves that we want to save. Oh, but they're also witches. There are also oh, yeah. witches. There's also witches, and they exist, because why not? Sure. I think they have beers. <laughs> they fucking better. They don't feel cold. And they live forever. They don't live forever. They just live a very long time. Well, the, old, the old mama witch is a thousand. Yeah, so not forever, but, you know, extended. Well, this is a beer. Nate? This is called Wicked Six Spells. It is the sequel to a beer we've had in the past. It's by McKellar. Oh, I knew. I thought we had this we exact had one. We had Super Six Spells. Shit. This Wait. is Wicked Six Spells. It doesn't say almost it must anything must be the, the New England IPA version. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's just cut off here on the thing. Yeah. Any details of this bitch? Oh, this is it. It's like dark blue with black font. I, I can't read <laughs> any of that. It's I think pouring it's just, out of your hand. I think hand. it's just slightly stronger than the last one. But I don't remember what the last one was. It was we did it for Harry Potter 5, I want to say, or Harry Potter 4. Four. It says, uh, I think it says Imperial American Pale Ale. But it's from McKellar San Diego, and it's 8.4% alcohol. That is at a weird flavor that I do not get. Yeah, there is a little interesting thing there. Got a little, a little bit of stank on it. That's not bad, though. It's, 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 like, it's, it's bitter. Like, it's like a little sour. Or maybe it's just so bitter it's a little sour to me. I don't get sour out of it. I mean, bitterness usually has like a, a bit of dryness to it, but it doesn't have that. No, I don't know what to call this. It's good, you know, for a double IP. So it's okay. Mm-hmm. Tastes different than the average. I can't really put my finger on what's different about it, though. So uh, they get the bear, and they have this, you know, crazy posse. They go to a journey, and then they got... Oh, there's witches, right? Yeah, we talked about There's them. witches, and yeah, and the witches are helping them. There's witches, there's a witch war, and the witches are taking sides between the child stealers and the non-child stealers. And, but, but this witch clan they know is not taking sides yet. But, but the, the witches have a power. Like they could ca- send their demon Their demons can go away. further away than regular people. Because regular people, they can't send more than a few feet away. Otherwise, it hurts. So is the demon their soul? I don't even know. No, I was trying it's, to figure it's, out what the it's, demon it's, they're is. Like a, they're like a weird symbiotic relationship kind of thing. Because if the person dies, the demon dies. And probably vice versa. Mm, I don't know. Maybe. They, they never really mm. say what happens if a person... Well. That's what they're taking the kids, and no one knows what the fuck they're doing with the kids. Well, and that's the whole mystery. Yeah, and so after, right after this, there's uh, Lyra is captured and taken to. They uh, get attacked by basically what are like the Tartars, 
home that, don't they? Yeah. Because this is, is a, a the Muscovites <laughs> alternate universe, but a lot of the stuff is the same, but magic happens. Yeah. yeah. And they get uh, attacked, and there's a battle, and then uh, and then they, they she gets ca- kidnapped and brought to the place where they're holding all the children. How convenient. What the fuck was it called? Like Bellamere? Bolvanger. 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 And, 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 and this is the, and then the lamest bureaucratic shit happens where they're like, we need to have a fire drill. And that's somehow yeah. important that there's yeah. a whole chapter or two about fire drills in the place King where it's prison four Norway. degrees outside. Yeah. And the adults are all incompetent. They don't have like attendance records. And then the kids are like, this is crazy. I don't know what they do to us up here, but we're having a fire drill now. Let's go but stand in the snow. She, she finds her friend that set her off on this journey uh, there. But oh, so she also found a dead Roger. kid earlier. Oh, they also found a dead kid. Oh, right. We skipped about the, bad, the crazy shit. There, there, was a, there was a kid living near a village. People thought he was a ghost. There's something wrong with him. He looked dead, and they didn't get it. And they went up to him, and he didn't have a demon. Yeah. And they're like... That's the worst thing I've ever fucking seen in my life. Because in their world, that's the Holocaust like per- didn't happen. So <laughs> this <laughs> is the worst thing. It's I've like ever seeing seen. a person without a head, and they're still alive. Just yeah. like holy shit, are you kidding me? And it makes people upset and nauseous. So they like, leave. and eventually the kid dies because you know very quickly. Yeah, she takes a nap and he dies. I think those Egyptians killed him. The Egyptians are like, we don't really want to take that kid. He's like, Lyra, please, no, take him, please. All right, fine. And no, she takes yeah, a nap, we'll like, oh, him. listen, oh, so sorry, your kid, your, your buddy died. He choked on some bullets. <laughs> he just, he just, he just, he just died. He died of death. Acute onset death. Man, that, a- that anyway, gets every they, time. they find out that at this weird place where the children have been kidnapped to in Norway, that they're doing, that the adults are doing some sort of weird operation to the kids where they're being separated from their demon. And we don't know why. With dust or... Well, it comes into that somehow. The du- really they never how. explain the dust. The dust is related, but they're just separating they them. They do uh, kind of explain it right at the end. It's, kind of, it, yeah, but I didn't really get it. And you don't want to get it when you get it. sense, no. Yeah. Uh, I mean, anyway. they're, they're, they're cutting them from their demons for some reason. Yeah, they don't know yet. And it turns out Miss Coulter is the owner or the person who runs this whole like weird child kidnap facility. Yes. She runs on child tears, which is, you know... Accurate. Appropriate. Yeah, yeah she does. Um, so That's then, why she's still alive. Yes. She's a thousand. She's the oldest witch. The, uh, they are hanging out there, and then Lyra has this great plan. I'll just ring the fire alarm, because that fire drill was not a sweeping success, and then we'll escape. Yeah, and it works very well. Yeah. Uh, it's, really, it's really quite stupid. I was really frustrated with that section. Then Lyra goes to the king yeah. of the the king of the of the polar bears and convinces him. Well, they, that they get captured later on. Like their ship gets shot down, and the witches yeah. attack them. The bad witches come. There's a bunch of skirmishes they, that don't mean anything. And she gets caught. It's it's very linear. Like there's no yeah. anyway. So it doesn't matter any other. No, shit. it doesn't. She gets captured by the, the by the other polar bear king and convinces him like, oh, you she, should. She you basically should let cons my, him. You sh- yeah, she does with her truthiometer, but. She's told earlier on by Yorick, a human can't trick a polar bear. He says it's impossible. You yes, can't trick a polar they can't. Bear they're, they're so smart. Well, they're it's like their 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 instincts don't allow them to be tricked. Like the way they see human action is the way we would see speech. Or I don't know. Yeah, it's it's very different. So you can't trick us. 
but their brains work differently. Like right. she, she can't. She basically, she says, "Why are you such good fighters?" Like we can see every feint of an attack is just a fake. Like to us, it doesn't even look like anything. So I will know when you're lying through your emotions. So she tricks the guy. She pretends to be Yorick's demon. Because which this guy wants, or this bear man <laughs> wants a demon so that he can be something more than just a bear. Mm-hmm. And she tells him, I want to be your demon because you're way cooler. Yeah, she really flat. She flatters him like a fucking geisha. She's like, Oh, I want to be your bear, a uh, demon. You're the best bear. He's a shitty bear. Yeah. Let me be, I'll betray him in a heartbeat to be your demon. But also, if you want to have this happen, you have to fight him in single combat, not just That's hit him the with, only hit him with works. hit him with fire catapults from afar. That won't count. Yeah, you have to kill him one on one. And I'll tell him things, and it'll trick him, and then you'll win. He's like, "Oh, that makes sense. I'm a bear." Well, he's just <laughs> carrying around a doll. He has. He's carrying around a doll, and everyone else started carrying around dolls because they think that's in fashion. They're like, "Oh, the king does has a fucking tiny doll. I better carry this doll." <laughs> And, uh, Even though they don't really get it. Anyway, Lorik, they fight single combat, and uh, Lorik kills him. Lorik kills him by faking it. That's the thing. That's what I was trying to, yeah, alluding to. Me neither. Because it's an animal. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I'll get with that. Let's have another beer. This is called Amphibian Days. Amphibian Days by Proclamation Ale Company. And it's a hoppy pale ale. Hoppy wheat ale. Hoppy wheat ale. Sorry. 5.4%. Warwick, Rhode Island. That is fine. It's not bad. I like it more than the last one. They're very similar in my mind. This is, it's got a little less tang to it. I actually really don't like this. It's got a weird... It's I mean, weird. It's, it's a wheat beer, so... It's not, as, it's not the crazy wheat flavor you usually get from those. It was more of a spicy banana bread flavor often. I guess it's it's a hoppy wheat one, so it's just a it's just an IPA. It doesn't taste like it doesn't taste like a bunch of bananas. It does not taste like that now. So there are lots of animals. Amphibian days because animals, yep. mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so then uh she So she tricks him and he's like fighting and he's losing because the other guy is much bigger and has like crazy armor and he's got this old ass armor. Um, it but, was really touching though, I gotta say. The book is very corny throughout the, but there's a really the scene where she goes to the bear, and she's like, I'm so sorry. I fucked you so hard by promising you to fight this guy. He's going to kill you, and I feel really bad now, so I'm sorry. He's like, he's that's like, exactly what the fuck I wanted to do. This is the best thing you could ever do. Yeah. You are my hero. There's the, whole, the whole thing about this book they go throughout entirely with all the adults keep saying to each other, not to her, like, she is the chosen one. She's got to do this, but she can't know that she is doing this. And she has to betray somebody. You find that out in chapter one. Yeah, I don't really know who she betrays. Oh, so I'll tell you who when we get to it. Is it, is it herself? No, it's Roger. Oh, right, yeah. Um, well, she doesn't well, actively do it, but yes. So the bear wins because he's, like, he's pretending that his foot is gimped and... And the other bear moves in, and he just like, nope, fooled you, because the other bear is no longer thinking like a bear. Yep. He wants to be a man-man cub. <laughs> so he loses, and hey, kill, uh, by the like rules of the contest, Yorick now becomes king of the bears. He's like, fuck all that shit he was doing. Destroy that castle. And everyone's like, good, I hate these dolls. And the bears destroy the palace. Yeah. They just 
knock it the fuck down like the ends at the end of uh, Lord of the Rings. They just down, gone, done. So then all that's left is for her to go to find her dad, her dad, her daddy uncle, because she's from the south. Her dunkle. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's a type of beer, dunkle. Should have found one. Oh man, that's pretty yes, uncommon. that would have been that would have been a, a deep cut. That would have been pretty brilliant, yeah. even for us. Anyway. Turns out, and then so she finds her, her father and tells him. Oh, she she comes in. I came, I've to the come cabin here to rescue where you. he is, and he's super pissed that she's there. Yeah. No, I didn't ask for you. I asked for a boy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "This is not the time, Dad." This <laughs> <laughs> is like I asked for you. Asked for a child, not you. Like, dude, gross. This isn't like a Thai hotel. What are you doing? Yeah, you, you don't really get why he's so upset, and then. Her friend's there, and he's Roger like, Roger oh, shows shoot. up, and he's like, oh, good, another kid. Oh, and she's boy. like, I don't really get it. What's plot? Anyway, <laughs> and then the weirdest part of the book happens That's where saying a lot. the father explains all of this stuff but uh, not going on. But not really. No, well, okay, not in a way he that explained it, makes sense. And then I was like, I didn't get a fucking word you just said, man. So the father says what, you know, finally explains what dust really is and what's going on. And it is kind a very of. weird mixture of both religion and science. Not in, a, not in a good way. Not making sense in either way. No. Oh, yeah. No. He said dust is the, is, comes from original sin. Yeah. That, that's what it was. It was I like... I did not get what the fuck it, he was talking about. It is the about. result of original sin, or it, it just... Anyway, you can only see the dust if with the right fucking camera or something like that. I yeah. mean, if we're wrong about this, tell us, but I did not fucking understand... It was what it was no. so it took a weird a weird turn. Just yes. like, oh, okay. It was, it was definitely very strange. And, and then they start talking about physics and about how they're like parallel, you know, or at least... Alternate you know, the, universes. The alternate which universe Which you can theory see in the Aurora Borealis. Yes. It felt like a C.S. Lewis book all of a sudden. It felt, you know, it heavy, got really and, and, and a little bit of a tra- uh, wrinkle in time. Yeah. Like, and here's some Jesus for you. The Jesus? Yeah, here's the Jesus. And uh, when you sin, Jesus comes dust on you, and then it sticks to you when you're older. Eat this and be ha- ha- part of my body. <laughs> So it's it's but it only sticks to adults after puberty. Oh, so it doesn't get on kids. It just and slides, that's why slides. the church was like, oh, "We gotta get them young. I don't slides, want any of that dust." <laughs> slides right off those kids. I don't want any of that old that old kid dust. I want clean kids. After his bullshit explanation, she goes to take a nap. <laughs> yeah, which gives him it's that, late. I mean, she's, she hasn't she's, slept in like four girl. days. So I'll he, give her that. He's still a dick, though. Oh, he's oh, a yeah. atrocious dick. But she's she sort of stands up for herself. He's like, no, you have to explain this to me. I have the right to know this, that, and the other. He's like, no. <laughs> and she's like, all right, I guess not. And so while she's asleep, she wakes up, and poor Roger's gone. And she's like, something's fucked up. And she goes to, you know, the most cinematic part of the plot. You know, like the, the chase, the cliff rainbow bridge. <laughs> and he's, she sees her dad and her mom talking or she arrives. I don't fucking remember. It's dumb. There's a big chase scene with the bear. Yeah. The bear's they, like, I will take you. They got to get him. And then at the top of the mountain, he cuts Roger's demon from himself. And, you know, it's basically like splitting the atom. Yeah. Where the energy released rips a hole in their universe and makes a rainbow bridge 
to an alternate universe. Because he wants to prove where the dust comes from. I didn't. Yeah, I still didn't really what, get what he was going for. No, I don't. And know. and Big he was like, song. he was like, hey, you know, you've been a total bitch this whole time to Coulter, but like, but like you can come with me. And she's like, no, nah, I'm good, son. Not without a beer. <laughs> and even with a beer, no. And this is our final beer of the day. This is from the Parish Brewing Company. It's called Ghost in the Machine. I picked this up in my journeys in, in the South recently. This is a Double India Pale Ale. Welcome to the future. Our collective human consciousness, or ghost in the machine, that's not what that means, has gained a tolerance for hops beyond what mankind has ever known before. This Double India Pale Ale is the necessary outcome. I think they're saying it's got a lot of hops. I believe that's what they're saying. But that's not what Ghost in the Machine means, but okay. As far as I know. I thought I always associated that with uh, the phrase deus ex machina, but I could be wrong. I always associated it with the uh, anime movie. Ghost in the Shell? Yes. <laughs> um, it's like when a computer, when a, a, a ghost takes over a robot. <laughs> that was a ghost it's in a, the machine. Ghost okay, in the machine. yeah, perfect. All right, so how's the beer? Uh... I like that it says on the on the bottle the date it was made. It doesn't say bottled on. It says manifested on. Nice touch. It's pretty good. It's not that happy at all. No, it's no. It's, 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 it's like cloudy, hoppy, but it's hazy not kind of look. After being described as like, yeah, hops to the max, like hot mageddon. <laughs> I think this is pretty good. I think it doesn't taste that double to me. And no. I, and I don't get it's, a lot of hop flavor, frankly. I mean, I, I get, do. I get, but I get, I get the, uh, the bitterness aftertaste is pretty. Bittery, pretty dry. I don't see My that. mouth is dehydrated now. Yeah, it is. It is very dry. I don't. I, I wish it were a little sweeter. I don't see an alcohol content on here. But it's probably somewhere in the seven to eight percent alcohol range. Yeah, it's nothing crazy. It's not bad. It's good. I, and still, it have a juicy I still don't kind of understand their definition of ghost in the machine. Maybe we have to look that up. I don't know. How do they connect to the book in some vague way? Oh, there's machines, right? And ghosts, demons, are ghosts. There are ghosts in this book. Like ghosts are a thing that happen in this book. But they don't mention them very much, right? Like I'm not remember- misremembering that. I don't remember them actually. But they talk about they talk, about, they talk about spirits. The gas. Oh right. Oh, gas. Oh, oh okay. No, no, the gas were like those giant bats that lived on the cliff. Oh, she the ghost visits her after she fucks around in the crypt and yeah, moves the skulls there, around. Yeah, there are there are ghosts in this, but it's kind oh, of like okay. a like a passing reference, just like oh, there's ghosts. Okay, cool. The ghost in the machine, as according to Wikipedia, which is never wrong, is British philosopher Gilbert Ryle's description of Descartes' mind-body dualism. The fuck does that mean? I don't know. To highlight the view of Descartes and others that mental and physical activity occur simultaneously but separately. Well, I'm still not really getting what that means. I don't means. really know what that means either. And I, I can't skim Wikipedia that fast with philosophy articles. Whatever. There's ghosts and there's machines in this book. The Boom. End. And parishes, because they're all in a giant church system. Yes. It's a big theocracy that rules the world. The magisterium, so, it's called. So in this, Triple. you know, he, she's like, I don't want to go with you. And he says, all right, fuck you. And he goes across the bridge, and Lyra is like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to follow him. And so Some she goes across the bridge, and that's the end of the book, thankfully. Yeah. Yeah. Left out some details. There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of there, stuff you know what the world this details, had. This so. had so many cool details that added up to nothing. Yeah, there were a lot of really cool ideas and like, wow, that'd be really good. And then and then it was like, I I don't care about any of this. So my biggest complaint uh, is the stupid the alethiometer thing because she could use it to find anything. Yeah, 
Once she, Anything you know, she all. spends, you know, there's like legendary, there's only a few of them on earth and no one knows how they are read, but she really learns how to read books. Yeah. yeah. You have to have she books, figures it out in like a few days of just like, oh, well, this, feeling it. each one of these symbols has four levels of meaning and I'm going to, if I, it points to them in order, oh, that's the third meaning of this. So therefore it means this. And I was like, all right, sure, kid. But she, it's not like you could say, I, I, if, it, if the device worked in a way where it would tell you, is that person being truthful or not? Because that's how it's introduced. It'll show you the truth. If someone said the truth of the world, but if that's uh, so, oh. but if it was like, hey, is that guy lying to me right now? And it will tell you yes or no. Maybe that could have been interesting. But it's such an automatic she's like, plot advancement device. They, they ask yeah. her like, why won't the Tartars attack the North? And she's like, looking at the machines, like it's because they fear that it will stretch their forces too thin and it will so the more of the, the threat of having it done is all they really need so it will keep the forces here occupied defending is something that's never going to happen because they would never actually do it because then they wouldn't be able to hold yeah. it it's like what how did it tell you that they're like four symbols of like a duck yeah. <laughs> a symbol like an anchor a clock a, pyramid. a dolphin yeah. a like, cock and uh, balls well the anchor is the weight the weight of responsibility it's like what <laughs> yeah it, it reminds me of um uh the, you know that South Park episode where the aliens when they're making fun of Independence Day and there's the Jeff Goldblum character and they're like what do the aliens want and he's just like oh like the tra- butt sex the, the train the train <laughs> and they're like butt sex he's the like butt train sex. of thought butt sex yeah. needs lubrication lubrication sounds like chupa lubra chupacabra the Mexican goatee the Mexican goatee needs blood and it goes on and he's like because it's binary code like it gets to this ridiculous <laughs> thing and then at the end the chair's like who's having butt sex <laughs> <laughs> That's what it kind of sounds like. She's like, yeah. oh, there's a symbol of a, a, a Jolly Roger and a Christmas tree. And, and a that bunch tells of you. jelly donuts. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. And then, of course, at the end, when she finally, like, she's hanging out with stupid Roger, the sacrifice. And he, she's like, let me go s- consult the machine to see what happens next. She's like, I don't really care about the future. I see a biscuit and a blanket, so I don't really need to know the future. I, I, did, the I did like great. that everybody was like a total cockney douchebag. They're, they're all fucking poor. They all, they all said, ent. Yeah. I said, ent, ent, ent. But he's like, you don't even need to look at it. I'm just going to have a bath, maybe eat a hot dog. I don't care. And she's like, you know what? Good idea. I have this device that tells the fucking future, and I'm not going to look at it because you're going to take a bath. He's like a C-level character in like the Oliver Twist version of Annie. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, yep, yeah, I'm going to have fun. Chimney sweet pish posh He's after like, nap. The lamest newsy. <laughs> <laughs> Hope nothing happens while I are asleep. Yeah, it, it, was, it was really dumb. And of course, like reading that, it's like, why wouldn't you, you have this thing? Why wouldn't you consult it constantly? Like, oh, like, yeah. I don't know. Do I want Should the soup I? of the day? <laughs> Let me see if it's any good. Lentil? No. <laughs> Italian wedding? I don't know. I just had minestrone. <laughs> How fresh is the catch of the day? Like, what? Why wouldn't you consult it constantly? Yeah, she really does not utilize it a lot. It's really it's, for it's, a device that tells you anything you want to know. It's purely. To she could ask, plot. "What is the dust?" Yeah. And it, it apparently could tell her... I better have that. to ask my dunkle. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I, I, thought, I found that so frustrating. That this, this thing like is... Like, you have a truth-telling device, and you're asking, like, what's happening in the next 30 seconds? Yeah. Sometimes. I, since this came... I, in my head, I was like, why? This is so popular with some people. It came around at the same time as Harry Potter. Why Harry Potter and not this? 
but I was constantly comparing them. And there's a lot of similarities, of course, um, that are universal kind of things that YA books have in common now. But one thing I was comparing in my head, the alethiometer to Harry's invisibility cloak, like his, his device that just defies all logic in their world and allows him to do stuff. They don't have logic in their world. <laughs> no. Well, it, it's like it's, it, holds up a, it holds up a fucking shit ton better than some people have a pocket watch that tells them everything. Yeah. And other people ride on talking bears. <laughs> it was... The, his invisibility cloak was a much more plausible way for him for them to yeah. explain well, like, lots of plot. Being, being invisible is one thing, but like having knowledge to anything you want... Yeah. When you have nothing but questions <laughs> and you refuse to ask them. And she should have asked right away, why is my uncle being held in that prison? What are they doing to the children in the prison? And then she was like, I don't really know what this one symbol means. I figured everything else out. There's 27 symbols and they have five meanings each. I figured out everyone but this one. Oh, well. <laughs> I give up. It was Better just wing it. Yeah. <laughs> and how with the explanation at the end which is a mix between science mixed with science and religion at the same time was just that was bizarre so fucking weird it was bizarre it was dumb though i i did read when this when the movie came out people uh a lot of people were protesting it because they thought it was um anti-religion like uh, i don't see how you could see that like reading. that dumb twat bill donahue came up but he protests everything Oh, the head of the, the Catholic, ca- Catholic League guy? Catholic League. Because, you know... Which is the lamest Justice League. Yeah. Catholic League. Eat tiny Don't crackers. Sin. Fuck a kid in the mouth. <laughs> tiny uh, But, yeah, but, like, people legitimately believe this was, uh, like, the book was a work, like, telling people to that religion is bad. Because, you know, they live in a world where the church is in power, but they're, like, abusing children and, you know... the Bible is a book that tells you religion is bad. Ooh. Oh, oh, oh! Careful, you're gonna burn yourself on that hot take. Oh, oh! Pay for that in the afterlife. <laughs> yes. I don't know why you'd protest. I mean, it's just, it's just so I mean, dumb. That guy protests everything, but also, you know, people didn't read the book and they just heard vague things about it. You know, you get you get sure. fifth hand information. You're gonna freak out. They're not gonna read the book because that's Satanism. Uh, but also, yeah. in the movie, they rearranged the entire plot. Oh. And it ends like the the Rainbow Bridge thing happens like like at the like near like the third three quarters point, and the final thing is like the Battle of the Bears or some shit, and like they rearrange everything so it's like more of a a movie friendly plot that just can end and like have and they, oh we're gonna make more movies but everyone hated it because they rearranged it so they did not make it. Interesting. I I do. When did this movie come out? Uh, not that long ago. I think I remember it's, seeing it's, a commercial it's, it's, it's for this. It's in like the late aughts or the early tens. I do. This sounds familiar. It's like I, Daniel I Craig and Nicole Kidman. Oh yeah, she's yeah. yeah she's yeah. Miss Coulter and he's Lord Asriel. Asriel. Is the ass real? The ass is real. <laughs> <laughs> Who? And he's the Lord. Two thousand seven. Oh. Okay. Yeah. No. Uh, it must New be Line a Cinema s- released a film. Oh no. Two thousand three, two thousand four. Wow, 2008? Well, that I one? Can't, I can't no. tell. There's a whole bunch of adaptations. There's like a radio one and a TV show. Uh, a okay, I'm, I'm probably not looking at the right They probably thing. all but, suck. Yeah. Well, maybe the new one's good. Well, the new one, they're, I think they're hoping to stick closer to the source material, which, you know, I think if they maybe, uh, I don't know, if they zhush it up a little or maybe like be less stupid about it, it could be cool. Like there's, there's a lot of really cool elements. Like everyone's got a fucking magic animal with them and... 
Yeah. Wizards and witches are a thing. And it's like, cool. Right? And the witches are very different than what you think of as a witch. They're like these weird black mm-hmm. specter things. Though they do fly around on... No, they're, they're ladies. But, they, but they're like in the sky. They're wearing like black robes. They're like, like mysterious. They, they look like witches from afar. But then they... But they fly on around on a stick. They're like semi... A, a near immortal women who have this weird curse that they can't fall feel in love cold. with men and they... Well, they, fall, they don't want to fall in matter. love with men because the men die and they live forever. But they do like... Uh, what was it? Uh, the... What's her name? Who's John Fah? No, who, who was the main witch that they talked to a lot? I don't remember. Her name. Trinket? Something Trinket, right? No. Oh, that's the one from Hunger Games I'm thinking of. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's Effie Trinket, yeah. Effie Trinket. Uh, her name is Serafina Pekala. She's the witch. That, that's, sure. Yeah, sure. That sounds right. Yeah. I've been to that restaurant. She, she was into the, the, one, of the, the, one of the Egyptian guys. Yeah, she, she, he, res- he, was young. He, he saved her when, she, when he was young and she was you know, less old. But she still looks the same. Like, still, you know. That's because they tight. live a thousand years. And he was, he's old now. And she's like, oh, I don't want to fuck an old guy. <laughs> so it would just be better. So I'm, I'm not, not, not going to go see him because I like to imagine him hot. And if I see him old, I'm not going to be able to rub it out anymore. <laughs> so I'm just going to talk to this kid <laughs> <laughs> by proxy. Uh, all right. But so, I mean, that is. Yeah. Yeah. It could, it, you know, it could be a good show. It but could be a good show. There was just also so many elements of. Oh my goodness, where are we? Oh, here's a convenient placed character who will tell you everything right now. There was a lot of uh, the feeling of, I don't know if you know this, but like in some video games, it's called being on rails. Sure. Where it's super linear. Yeah. It's just like you're just going through it. You, are, you have like no a, choice in the action. Like, sh- like, a, like a shooter game. Yeah, is like on a, rails, a lot yeah. of them. Yeah. But it's just like there's no seeming choice. It's like she just ends up in a series of adventures that bring her exactly where she needs to go. And yep. there's always like a helpful person to bring her to the exact next step and explain exactly what she's asking, even though she has the magic device that tells her anything she wants. Yeah. But I don't know. Well, there is a big element of destiny, right? It's her destiny to betray the person. Yeah, yeah but they can't tell her her destiny. But still, still. She has to do it on her own, but that's destiny. Yeah. Fucking bullshit. I don't know. I did not like it. What do you guys think? I did not like it, no. I, I mean, it's not I'd only heard for good me. Because, you know, I'm not an 11-year-old girl, so I wasn't exactly the target audience I mean, it's, for this. It's but world popular. It's very, very Like popular. tens of millions of copies. But also, like, highly, like, this is voted, like, the best English book of the last 25 years or something recent. Like, some, what? It's a whole, you look it up. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. The best English book? I'm going to find out the exact, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of fucking up that, that thing, but... First of all, it won a whole shit ton of what, uh, awards. Oh, here's what it is. This is something, I guess. It won the Carnegie Medal, which is the uh, a British award for like best young adult novel. And it won the Carnegie of Carnegie's in 2007. It was raised the best young adult novel that had ever won that award. I feel like they made that award up for it. Well, no, the Booker's done the same thing. The Booker of Bookers. Did they? Yeah, and it was... Uh, if nice one children. person wins again, uh, do they take it from the last one? The trilogy uh-huh. came in third in 2000, uh, BBC... Like Big Read or something? Yeah, the two, uh, BBC uh, survey uh, came in third behind Lord of the Rings and Pride and Prejudice. That's not a trilogy. I will take this over Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like of all the like favorite books... No, I would, I would take Pride and Prejudice over this. Oh. At least that's one book. I said bears and shit. I just said that uggo Yeah, Mary. but there's two other, two other books. All right. So tell us what you thought. Send us an email to drunkguysbookclub at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at drunkguysbc. Or go to Facebook and Instagram at drunkguysbookclub. Oh, and, and if you haven't already done so, leave us a review wherever you're listening. It, uh, 
You won't have to cut your demon off. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Don't do that. And we are now a member of the Hopped Up Network, a network of independent beer podcasters. So if you like us, you should check them out, too. Uh, thanks for listening. <laughs>